Horace uh, wrote a couple of love poems to a woman he calls Glucora, and the fact that she has one Greek name suggests she's a courtesan. And uh, this one is a, a hymn addressed to Venus, in which Horace asks Venus to abandon her usual haunts uh, on Knidos in Greece and uh, Paphos on Cyprus. These are her great cult centers in the east, and uh, to come to Rome and to go to Glycera's house, because Glycera has been uh, invoking her and trying to get her to come by sacrificing incense, by burning incense. And so Horace sort of intervenes with Venus on her behalf and says, come on over and bring with uh, you, he says, your son, um, Cupid, and also the three graces. We're familiar from Greek art as uh, three beautiful naked women who dance together, and the nymphs, and he says also, uh, bring with you Uentas, youth, and lastly, Mercurius, Mercury, the god Mercury. So it's a, a lovely sort of Greek-inflected and Greek-sounding poem uh, asking this goddess then however to come to Rome, and it finishes up with these two Roman figures, Uentas, the abstraction, and uh, Mer- Mercury. There's actually a little bit of a puzzle about this last figure because all the others... Cupid and the Graces are sort of natural accompaniments of Venus, but Mercury? What does Mercury have to do with Venus? And the thinking is that this may be a bit of a punchline and a joke that exposes the fact that despite all this sort of lofty religious and um, Hellenic language that in the end she's really a she's really a prostitute at the end because Mercury is the god of gain, of course the god of gain and commerce. Uh, okay, so the the meter of this poem is the sapphic stanza, which is one that is associated with the Greek poetess Sappho, lived in the late 7th, early 6th century BC, and it's got four lines each stanza. The first three are the same metrical pattern, and that sort of syncopated line, it goes long, short, then three longs, two shorts, long and a short, and a long, and then the last syllable doesn't matter, so it's da, 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 da. And like that, kind of pattern. Da 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 da. That happens three times, and then the last line is a line for closure. It's just a dactyl on a spondy. Da 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 da. And those of you who know Latin poetry will know that that's also the end of a hexameter line. So it gives it a sense of closure after these very syncopated and moving lines of the first three. So. Okay, so that's the metrical pattern. The translation is uh, roughly as follows: um, O Venus. Queen of Knidos and Paphos, spurn your beloved Cyprus and transfer yourself into the beautiful house of Glycera, who is calling you with much incense. And uh, let the uh, Ferwidus Puer, the you know, sort of hot-blooded boy, <laughs> come with you. That's, that's obviously his, her son Cupid. And also let the Graces come with their with their girdles undone, like with their belts around their dresses undone, so they're sort of ready for action. And let the nymphs hurry as well, and also uh, Uentas, youth, who is not charming without you, and Mercury. All right, that's the uh, translation. Let me read the Latin now for you. O Venus Regina Cnidi Paphique, Sperne Dilectam Cupron, Et vocantis turete multo glucerae decoram transferin aedem. Fervidus tecum puer et solutis gratiae donis properentque nymphae et parum comis sine te juventas. 
Mercuriusque.